Word on Fire is brought to you by Catholic Cemeteries, serving the Chicago area since 1837. This is Cardinal Francis George, and I invite you to join me for the next few minutes to reflect with Father Robert Barron on the Word of God, which is the Word on Fire. Father Barron will challenge us to open our hearts to the Word on Fire, which is God's Word of Love for each of us. If our hearts are open, the Lord can change and transform us so that we might speak with love about the one who is love. The Archdiocese of Chicago, through the generosity of Sacred Heart Parish in Winnetka, now presents The Word on Fire. Peace be with you. Friends, do you know the story of Aaron Ralston? Aaron Ralston was a vigorous and adventurous outdoorsman who was given to hiking and climbing and exploring. In May of 2003, he was in the Nevada desert doing some rock climbing. While lowering himself into a crevasse, he stirred some rocks loose and then lost his footing and fell to the ground. To his surprise and great chagrin, he found himself trapped, a large rock having fallen on his right arm. He lay there in agony for two days, trying desperately any way he could to extricate himself from the rock, but to no avail. Finally, in his desperation, convinced that he would die of exposure otherwise, were he not to take action, he grabbed a small pocket knife out of his backpack and began to cut off his own arm. Despite unspeakable pain, he completed his task. Aaron Ralston then tied a crude tourniquet around the stump of his arm, and he wandered through the desert until he came to a road and he flagged down a car. Some months after this incredible ordeal, Aaron Ralston appeared on the David Letterman show, and he told this story. The audience was, of course, spellbound, And when he finished, the normally light-hearted and sarcastic David Letterman became unusually serious. Looking at his guest intently, Letterman said with great admiration, You know something about life that I don't. Now friends, why am I rehearsing this terrible and fascinating tale? Because in the Gospel... Jesus speaks with incredible bluntness about cutting off one's own hand, cutting off one's own foot, plucking out one's own eye. If these things have become a block to salvation, get rid of them, he says. Better to enter life maimed than to enter Gehenna with all your limbs and members. Hard words, very stark, blunt, surprising words. And I've heard in the course of my lifetime probably 500 sermons on this gospel. And I've always been told to pass over these words as comic exaggeration, typical of the Jewish rhetoric of the time. Well, perhaps. I mean, there's some truth to that. But can I suggest today... We should not be quite so blasé about this language. And perhaps we could read these words 
through the lens provided by Aaron Ralston and his experience. Look, Ralston found himself in mortal danger because his arm was pinned under that rock. So desperate was his situation that he judged quite rightly he'd have to sacrifice an essential part of his body in order to save his life. He knew something drastic had to be done and he was willing, despite the pain, to do it. Friends, does it ever occur to us that we can be in a similar kind of spiritual situation? Does it ever occur to us that we can be in a situation where our spiritual life is in danger, indeed in a kind of mortal danger, that we are pinned, as it were, under a, a rock, and that if we don't do something drastic, we will die. Too stark, too strong, too much, this language? I don't know. Jesus uses language like this all the time. The great tradition of the church, all the saints, all the great spiritual masters talk about spiritual danger, about spiritual death. And sometimes, listen, the drastic things we have to do in order to save our spiritual lives. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not urging people to cut off their hands and feet and pluck out their eyes. What I'm urging you to do is look at this with a certain spiritual seriousness. Look at the three things Jesus identifies. If your hand is your trouble, cut it off. If your foot's your problem, cut it off. Your eye is your problem, pluck it out. Look at those three things now from a spiritual standpoint. Your hand. The hand is the organ with which we grasp things. We reach out and we take things. In the course of our lives, friends, we grasp at all sorts of things. Money and pleasure, sex, power, material things. Go all the way back to the beginning of the book of Genesis. And we find that the original sin is a form of grasping. They grasped at that fruit of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. They grasped at godliness. In the very beginning, the hand was the problem. Our tendency to grasp things that our egos want. What are you grasping at in the course of your life? Worldly things? Worldly honor, creaturely benefits, pleasures. And is that grasping putting you in spiritual danger? Keeping you from grasping at the one thing you should grasp at, which is God's own life. Can you construe your spiritual grasping as a mortal danger to your spiritual life? And are you willing, therefore, perhaps even to cut it off, cut it out of your life? Oh, Father, I and mean, there's no way I can live without, now fill in the blank. 
riches or pleasures or power or honor. No way, Father, I can't live without those things. Well, then perhaps your grasping has pinned you down and is keeping you from being fully alive. You know, in the second reading today, from the letter of James, we hear a very blunt criticism of the rich. James lampoons rich people for all the things they've grasped, clothes and gold and silver, luxury and pleasure. Are you perhaps compromised by this form of spiritual grasping? And are you willing to cut this out of your life in order to save your life? What's the second thing Jesus talks about? He speaks about cutting off your foot. If your foot's your problem, cut it off. What's the foot but the organ by which we walk, by which we set ourselves on a definite path? We're meant spiritually to walk toward God. God's the goal of our life. Thomas Aquinas says, you want to find joy? Then walk the via, walk the path that leads to God alone. What do most of us do most of our lives? We walk down errant paths. We choose paths that conduce us away from God. Again, the paths that lead to money and to sex and to pleasure and to worldly power. Very early on, often in life, we get ourselves on these paths and then we walk and walk and walk. And we might even pick up speed as we get older, moving us thereby even further in the wrong direction. How many stories in the spiritual tradition are about paths, roads, ways of walking. Think of the beginning of the Divine Comedy when Dante said, I woke up to find myself alone and lost in the dark woods. Listen, having wandered from the straight path. If your foot is your problem, cut it off. You see what that means spiritually? If you are walking on the wrong road, you must be willing Cut that out, to change direction, to set off on the right path. Oh, this is hard stuff, friends. I know it, and you know it. This is very hard stuff. You mean to tell me, Father, this road that I've been on most of my life, this road that I've dedicated most of my energies to walking, that's the wrong one? Yes, and you must be willing to abandon it cut it off that is a hard message yes it is yes it is and that's why the language of this gospel is so hard again don't literalize it but take it with a spiritual urgency it is hard language finally Jesus speaks of the eye if your eye is your problem pluck it out what's the eye but the organ of vision we're destined, Thomas Aquinas says, for a beatific vision to see God face to face. The goal of the spiritual life is a knowledge of God, a love of God, seeing deep into the very essence of God. That means 
that the whole spiritual life is a constant process of seeking and looking for the things of God. Ah, but most of us spend most of our lives looking in all the wrong places. Looking after, beguiled by, entranced by the goods and beauties of this world. If your eye's your problem, pluck it out. Take it with a spiritual urgency. If you've been looking in the wrong places, you've been entranced and beguiled by the wrong things, you must be willing to eliminate that from your life. You must be willing to see this as a mortal problem. A problem that can lead to spiritual death and therefore you must be willing to do something drastic to deal with it. Friends, since the Council, I think we have lost a sense of urgency in the spiritual life. Somehow it's too easy. God is love. God's my friend. Therefore, whatever I do, I'll be forgiven. Doesn't really matter. Well, yes, we'll be forgiven if we seek it. That's quite right. But the spiritual life is a high adventure. Spiritual life is demanding. Just as, this is Paul's language, the athlete is willing to sacrifice all sorts of things to win a perishable crown. What are we willing to sacrifice? Yes, even to cut dramatically out of our lives in order to gain eternal life. That's the hard question raised by this very challenging language of the Lord Jesus. And God bless you. I hope that you were moved today by the word on fire. I pray that together we might become a people on fire with love for God and neighbor here in Chicago and wherever these words are heard. Until we join Father Barron again next week, I'm Cardinal Francis George. God bless you. Most interment arrangements at the 42 Archdiocese of Chicago cemeteries are made through a pre-need plan. Your thoughtful planning today is economically prudent and contributes to peace of mind for you and your loved ones. Catholic Cemeteries counselors are available at your convenience. For more information, call 708-449-6100. Catholic Cemeteries, serving the Catholic community since 1837.